0: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. As always, you can reach out to us on the Facebook at The Home Team 512. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, uh, guys, it's, you know, it's it's enjoyable. We get to talk about sports, real sports, a lot going on. Major League Draft this weekend. Uh, You know, it's a sad thing to me is that I don't think most of America even knows it happened.
2: The MLB Draft, yeah. No, it kind Uh, of... I was getting a haircut yesterday and uh, I I looked up and the MLB draft was on TV and I was like, I didn't know that was happening. Because I I don't really watch SportsCenter or anything that much anymore. Like I'll watch it here and there, but I just know there's no sports (laughs) to catch up on, so I'm not really tuning in. That used to be all I watched, but now it's... I'm not I'm not watching a whole lot of sports center right now, so I had no idea. You're you're sick Man, of watching
1: ping pong and and, uh, and, <laughs> and cornhole, no?
2: You can only watch so many ping pong and cornhole highlights. It's that's it. Absolutely. Hard.
0: <laughs> absolutely. You know, uh you know, and it, you know, you'd think the Longhorns be watching. I mean, they had a kid committed to them that was definitely one that was expected to maybe go in the first round. And from my understanding, he did go in the first round of shortstop. Yep.
2: Yeah. He got uh, Carson Tucker. He's he's out of uh, Arizona. He got drafted straight out of high school, so he's has Got drafted twenty third straight out of high school. So I'm under the impression that we're never going to see him in a burnt orange uniform. It's he's yeah. You get you get drafted that high and that much money thrown at you. It's it's really hard to turn that down.
1: Now he they, they make that much money without even going to majors.
2: Uh, uh, they yeah. get a signing bonus. Yeah, you especially those guys that are going in the first round and even like, you know, those, those really high topics and stuff, they're getting paid millions of dollars to just sign a piece of paper. And then they go go play
1: in some small town in in Texas or Walla Walla,
2: Washington. They they call it farm ball. And, uh, you know, you're playing at these double A, triple A, single A, high A, all these different A's. And, you know, you're working your way up to make it to the show. You know, you're trying to make it to the MLB and, that's everyone's end goal, but it's a lot of hard work to get up there, so I've heard I've never done it. But
1: I know I know a couple of baseball players that need to be in AA.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a lot of them, you know. And you know, you know, the funny thing about baseball players too, you
0: know, and I'm and I'm talking like, you know, nine year goal, you know, when they have the nine U, you know, they have their own league and stuff like that. You know, all the way up. Baseball players are kind of an entitled group of all of the athletes. I mean, that's probably why we're not gonna have a professional baseball season this year because the the baseball players are kind of entitled and they want more money than than is there you know and I mean I just remember you know watching these kids that were like 10 years old and they throw a fit
1: if they didn't have a 300 hundred dollar bat at
0: 10 you know kind of entitled children
1: what wait, wait Colton didn't you used to play baseball
2: uh, I don't even know what a baseball looks like,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. so <I> like <laughs> speaking from experience well hey, hold on real quick though man there's some there's some entitled uh, babies uh, in football I mean you know Prescott is is kind of uh, sticking his heels in a little bit. That that seems a little uh, uh, <laughs> stubborn and, and 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 babyish to me a little bit.
2: To be quite. Yeah, he's also he's kind of running out of time to uh, decide on that deal that they offered him.
1: I think it's ridiculous. I think he I think they gave him an, an an unbelievable offer that he should take. It's it's
2: it's. I mean for for what he's achieved. I mean mm-hmm. I don't know. But- so they're, they're they're essentially they're trying to franchise him, you know. They're trying to give him, which he's, he's still going to get like thirty million dollars a year. He's uh, which is plenty. What can you do with thirty five million that you can't do with thirty million? That's always my thought process. But mm-hmm. his, his agent, I guess, is trying to get him a better deal. But he has until July fifteenth, so he's at about a month until he has to decide. And I I don't think he's going to end up getting the deal that he wants because I mean Ezekiel Elliott did, but Ezekiel Elliott was. A top running back on America's team, this and that. So it's it's a little different. Dak Prescott is not near the best quarterback in the league. Um, he might not even be the best quarterback on the Dallas Cowboys now. So I don't know. Well, you know, just,
0: and if you look at the history of the quarterbacks in the Super Bowl winning champions, there hasn't been a quarterback win the Super Bowl that's made more than twenty five million in a long time.
2: Yeah, I know. So yep. he's,
0: he's pricing himself out of the end game, and it you know, and honestly, as a manager of finances and things like that. If I'm the GM, I'm looking at that and I'm gonna tell them, hey, look, here's history. If I pay you this money, we're not gonna win the, the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna to have to franchise you, draft behind you, and let you go next year. Well, or you sign a or you sign a
1: reasonable contract. We've made this argument before though, but at the same time you also have to say, hey, uh, do you want to make a lot of money and never win the Super Bowl or do you want to win the Super Bowl and get awesome endorsements and make more than we can even offer you if you have a winning team this is how this happens. I mean, you, you look at the Patriots. I mean, one of the lowest-paid quarterbacks uh, in all the NFL It was uh, Tom Brady. Yep. So, I,
2: I don't know. I think he's being selfish, and he's not being a team player. And, uh, you and know, don't I get me wrong. I, I, I do love Dak. I, I like having him as my team's quarterback because, I mean, he's a talented guy. I like for what he stands for. I mean, he seems like a really good guy. This is really the first time he's had any exposure in a negative way that he hasn't signed this contract yet. but. He, he and his agent feel he's worth more, so I guess they're going to fight for it, and we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm really not sure what's going to end up happening on this one.
1: I'm not mad at someone wanting to make more money. I'm not, yeah. especially if they deserve it, if they've earned it. I don't know that he's earned it, but, you know, maybe he thinks he deserves it, so you should fight mm-hmm. for something you deserve. But, I mean, like like Troy said, history states that you're not going to win the Super Bowl because you don't have enough money to get those awesome receivers. I mean, there is nope. a cap. And if you take most of that, then you're not going to have a good field of players because you're going to be taking all the money. So I don't agree with it.
0: Well, it's a real simple question to me. Would you have rather had Tom Brady for two years at 30 million, or Dak Prescott for five
1: years at 40 million a year? Which one? Oh. Which deal would you rather take? Yeah. Oh, and 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 Tom Brady wasn't even making 30 million a year. Well, you're talking about the new deal. Yeah, the new deal. The he new guy. deal. Oh, Mm -hmm. Tom Brady in a heartbeat. Yes. Yeah.
0: And Um, so, therefore, if we all are in agreement on that, then Dak Prescott is not a quarterback that you want your team to spend $40 million on because it's going to cripple your team.
2: Yeah, I really don't know there is a quarterback that I'm going to spend $40 million on in the league right now. Um,
0: Patrick Mahomes.
2: Maybe Patrick Mahomes or uh, Lamar Jackson, if he continues on the route he's on. I think he could be that kind of quarterback. Tony,
0: I see if he can, if if Lamar Jackson can develop, you know, because the, the defense is going to sit around all year and look at his game, and so he has to get better this year. And if he gets better this year, he could be that next Patrick Mahomes type quarterback. But right now, Mahomes is the only unstoppable quarterback that is in the league, in
2: my opinion.
1: And I like, and I like Mahomes, by the way. I think that he's a good guy.
2: So, yeah, um, he, well, he, he's, so he's living the dream. I love it.
1: So these baseball players, um, I'm still confused. on. So how often do these baseball players get, get straight to the majors? Because I'm always confused with baseball because you'll have a star in college and then you forget about him. All of a sudden he pops mm-hmm. up five years later and he's in the majors. How's that work? I mean, it, you know, they, they start off double A, triple A. I mean.
2: Uh, yeah, they're. It really takes a uh, supreme talent to get straight to the MLB, you know, the big-time show and everything, especially when these kids are coming out of high school. You know, there were seven in the top 20 out of high school in this draft already.
0: Yeah, you know, to be a high school to a major league athlete, you have to be really, really, really good, and it's very rare. Uh, We can come back and kind of follow that up later, guys, but you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME, and we'll see you in just a minute. plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
2: talk 1370 the right choice
0: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your entertainment. If you have any questions for anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, please stop by the Facebook and leave us a comment or a shout-out on The Home Team 512. This uh, segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes for financing the American dream. And, guys, this segment is about the real estate uh, part in, you know, the greater Austin area. And, you know, wow. I mean, you know, in April and May, the median sales price has appreciated 9%. 9%. 9%. 9% nine percent three hundred ninety five thousand is the median sales price for Travis County and that is nine percent
2: over the previous year so and if, yeah how does it compare to the like the normal it's nine percent better than the normal or just nine percent better than last year I don't know how it, it,
0: it's nine percent over last year but the the market has been at a steady four or five percent clip every single month month over month for a while now and um, you know, you know, in March, if you've forgotten, the the country sheltered in place for anywhere from, you know, forty five to seventy five days, just kind of depending on where you're at, things like oh, that. Oh, uh, what? So we,
1: what? We did what? We did? Huh? I'm confused. That's why the grocery stores were so empty when I went. I I, I didn't even know that happened.
2: I was wondering why I could go ninety five on the toll and not get pulled over. Was- yeah,
1: I, I was wondering where everybody was at. I thought I was just hitting every green light. I thought I was lucky. Yeah,
0: everybody decided to work from home. Well, you know, real estate kind of went into this confusion. What are we going to do? Well, apparently, we weren't going to stop selling homes because year over year, there is a 19% increase in purchase homes. And that's resale and new build 19% for purchase homes. That is a I know, you know to think 20% growth is is the ideal everybody wants to try to achieve for that number you know but everybody's happy with a 5 or 10%. 20% is that kind of aggressive company growth. And you know so that's exciting news for the real estate industry, right? Well so but because of this pandemic and everything it caused, it kind of shocked the mortgage industry and so rates got to be the lowest they've been in a long time. And so refinances have increased year over year this is that slow dramatic pause that other radio people do year over year refances have in, have increased 138%. Dang. Wow. That you can't you, you can't you can't you can't hire for that growth you can't predict that kind of growth you can't do anything and if you look at the data it's going to stay that way for a while a year and a half
1: probably Hmm. That's crazy. So, so, so interest rates are going to stay low. Yes, that is the
0: projection, uh, through 2021. That's the projection that the interest rates are going to stay low. And because of that, that is going to continue fueling the housing market, and the appreciation of the homes is going to continue going. Uh, and so if you're looking at buying a home, you better do it now because in six months to a year, it may be worth $50,000 more.
1: Wow. So so interest rates are going to stay low for about a year and a half is what I heard. But houses are going up. They're appreciating in the Austin area anyway, uh, greater Austin area. So if you want to buy a house, this is the time.
0: Yes, it is definitely the time. You know, but also the new listings are down 26%, so there's not a lot of homes on the market compared to... What they were a year ago or three months ago so it's also a really good time to sell because you, you know if there's less homes around you being sold you have the you have the you get the benefit of a more buyers than homes and so people are bidding on houses right now I mean that's the turn they're like hey I'm about to make a bid on a house because it's in, a, it's in an auction
1: yeah, yeah and again like I said you know thirty forty thousand dollars over asking price right now so I mean um, and you know that that can be scary, but the thing is, is uh, you can definitely get homes out there right now. Um, but you have to get pre approved and be ready to buy that house because if you're gonna put an offer in on it, they're not gonna wait for somebody to get approved, they're gonna go to the person who is approved. So, you have to get pre approved ahead of time if you're serious about buying a house,
0: absolutely. And so, there are two different qualifications of the pre approved, everybody kind of doesn't realize this now the state of Texas has broken it down there is pre-qualified and pre-approved And pre-qualified is what ninety percent of the people out there do and what pre-qualified means is that they come to me they apply online I pull their credit and I look at their income and their assets and then I say yeah we'll be able to get you done and so I write up a pre-qualification letter and send it out pre-approved is different pre-approved means that you have applied you've given me your income your assets and any other credit related items things like that Letters of explanation your your credit history diagram things like that i have then sent it to an underwriter an underwriter has reviewed it and said yes as long as we purchase a home within our debt to income ratio this borrower is approved and that is a very strong letter that when you make an, a multiple offer will set you apart.
1: So now being pre-approved, it's already gone to the underwriters. So when you do close in the home, I'm guessing that uh, the, the, the closing process is a lot quicker.
0: It can be, um, but you have to think. If refinances are up 140%, purchasers are up 20%, the the appraisal turn time is way out there, so it's taking longer to get appraisals. Title, it's taking much longer to get... So all of the other parts are much slower, and you have to think that you're also competing for time with the mortgage company for underwriters and closers and processors and stuff like that, so everything is just taking a little bit longer
1: right now. But what you are saying with pre-approved is that Uh, You're not going to take the house off the market. Uh, That person then goes and finds out that they're not approved. You actually know that they are approved. They're going to go through underwriting. They're going to get it. So you're not wasting your time with keeping your house off the market if you need to sell that house. So you're going to take a pre-approved over a pre-qualified.
0: Absolutely. If you're, if you're a listing agent or a seller you, and you have three offers that are identical, but one of them says pre-approved and the other say pre-qualified, that pre-approved letter is getting picked over the other two because they know the underwriters already looked at the borrower. And the only thing in question at that point is the house itself.
1: Well, it makes sense because, I mean, your realtor wants to get paid, too. So she's like, I mean, you know, yeah, if they're all coming in with good offers. She's going to go pre-approved or he he or she. Um, because he wants to get paid,
0: so. You know, and it's funny too, because it's, you know, our, our business is the same as in we have a buyer, they go find a house, they make an offer and we get a loan, right? It's the same. It's been the same forever, but how the winds and the whys have changed so much over the years that some realtors are still kind of submitting offers like they were, six months ago hey we'll do a 21-day close things like that and they're not communicating with this with their partners in the in the mortgage industry and realizing that they're putting everybody under a lot of pressure so a realtor that says hey we're going to do a 30-day close or a 35-day close and they explain why usually it means that they they've been more in tune with their mortgage side of the industry so that they know what's going on, and they're usually a little bit smarter about what's happening. So, you know, when that realtor comes and pushes a shorter close to to win the deal, because that was what was winning it before, that's probably not uh, the right concept right now. Right now, a methodical pre-qualified or pre-approved borrower is the
1: best way to win a deal right Makes sense. Makes sense. So uh, they just get a hold of you and get it started then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to get a free approval you would reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com uh, and you can apply right on the line right there. You give us a call at 855-299-HOME uh, and one of our experts will reach back out to you and get all your information and get you going. Absolutely. I would highly suggest that if you're interested. Um, you know, uh, and you know, people are asking other questions. I mean, I have people that are like, Hey, I want to move in the winter. or I want to move and stuff like that. It's never too early to start this process because there's just things that happen and they come up and things that you're not prepared for and so you would in my opinion you'd want to get started now for even something that's this fall just so that you know where you're at and, and there's no
1: cost to do this yeah so, and, and it doesn't hurt your credit either
0: oh so, I mean there's an inquiry and it is a you know two to six point kind of hit right off the bat but it comes back in you know 30 45 60 days you know as the cycle on um, but so it's not a it's not a detriment um, you know but it is something that, it's something that
1: happens and it and you easily recover from it as long as you're not having a bunch of inquiries makes sense Thanks. and so I um, mean, again if you are looking for a house it's probably best like you said to get prequalified before you can start looking
0: yeah you know like i said you get pre, you got to get prequalified i mean no buyers agent right now should be showing home unless they have had their buyer Talk to a mortgage professional. Professional, look at their credit, look at their
1: income, and say, "Yeah, this guy can buy a home in this price range." And that's and well, they're, they're trained to do that, right? I mean, realtors are trained to to kind of weed out the, and, and no offense, but the the tire kickers, uh, I think we we re coined it to fence kicker, right? If you're looking for house, fence kickers, yes, yeah, yes. Do you want to weed out the fence kickers? Fence kickers. So they're going to say, "Hey, I'd love to show you these homes, but you need to get prequalified." So. Going out there and looking, it's, it's, they're and, and especially in this market, they're not even going to really show you. They're going to say, hey, have you been pre-qualified? Have you been pre-approved? If you haven't, please talk to these people, and then I'll, and then I'll start showing you. Because they don't want to waste your time, their their client's time, uh, or or your... Absolutely. And honestly, if if they haven't,
0: or if you go to a real estate agent, and they just start showing you homes and don't send you to... Uh, talk to a mortgage professional. Do you, that's not, that should be a red flag, in my opinion. That should be a red flag. That means they're not doing a lot of business, or or something's going on because there's they just don't want you to to go and look at a house that you cannot buy.
1: Right, right. Or or they're just inexperienced.
0: Yes, yeah. You know, and, and you you know, and right now being with an experienced uh, real estate agent, it's 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 very important.
1: Oh yeah. If you want to win that bid on that house and you say bid, you have to be with an experienced realtor who knows how to negotiate.
0: Yeah. I mean, for example, I just had one where they offered $15,000 over list price um and they won the deal the listing agent was really concerned but it appraised because the buyer's agent did their numbers and said this is gonna appraise guys so don't worry and so they made an offer they got a bunch of closing costs paid for and it appraised so the sell the buyer's are getting a really really good deal which is unexpected hey guys um everyone y'all been listening to the home team we hope you've enjoyed what you've heard if you have any questions reach out to me at loan from troy.com or give me a call at 855 855- 299 home and we'll see you in just a minute
2: after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer
1: imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
2: TikTok 1370 with you. They keep me connected. We're live anytime, Anytime, anywhere on the Radio.com app.
0: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loan.com. Troy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And definitely stop by the Facebook at The Home Team 512 and drop us a line. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, and this is a, it's an interesting one, guys. Uh, This is, uh, we've always talked about this. This is my favorite subject where this is where I feel like I'm doing the most help for people out there because I just think that people don't understand money. They don't know what to do with it or how to take care of it. They just kind of, you know, it's kind of this thing where it's like, okay, I, I brought this much in. I think mean, that's all I can spend. And that's where most people live their lives and they end up living that paycheck to paycheck and they look up and they're 45, 50 years old. And all of a sudden they have no real savings, no real retirement. And so I want to help Americans change that for themselves. And, you know, right now, it, 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 we've talked about it, that we've been saying minimum of three months reserves in your savings account. And when the pandemic hit, and people were sit home in March, and they're coming, everybody's starting to come back in June. If
1: you had a three month reserve, you never would have missed a beat. I mean, that's important. But also in life, things happen, I mean, Unfortunately, you know, you get injured on the job or you get injured in a, in a car wreck or, or you know, for some reason besides the pandemic, um, you, you lose your job. Three months is, is always a good rule of thumb, not just for the pandemic, but just in life in general.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and it, it just, it takes, you know, it takes so much pressure off of you whenever you have that, when you have that three months, because if you're at a job that, you know, you, you just don't like, um, knowing that you have three months reserve and you can go find another job and things like that it, it, it makes things better because you're no longer working because you
1: have to you work because you want to and, and that really makes you a better person so now and, you, you know So I mean just as just to speak again I mean I know you, you covered it but there's a lot of people listening right now going, that sounds really great if I had money left over to put for three months there's no way my job doesn't pay enough you know, I don't have enough time to do this. Uh, how, how does how does one get three months reserve when you're not making much at your job to begin with? You know, I,
0: I hear that a lot, Wyatt, and it's funny because you and I have gone through this exercise as well, and I hear this a lot from a lot of people, and when we sit down and we start going over their expenses, you know, I mean, for one thing, if you don't have three months reserve, do you think that you should spend a hundred and twenty dollars a month on somebody to mow your yard? No, you go mow it yourself. Right. So there's a hundred and twenty dollars. Boom, there's there right there. Mow your own yard. You know, just little things like that. Okay, so now you have everybody just buys the easiest sell plan, you know? You know, ninety-nine dollars unlimited everything. I don't have to worry about. Well, no, no. Now, if you if you don't have three months reserve, you go and get you know uh, a more affordable plan, and you stay within that plan because most all of them now have um unlimited, you know, talk, text, and data and stuff like that. So you go you go shop that. You know, television, television. Whereas it's very important in a pandemic, but it's there's. So many ways to save money now. Most people just step off with the normal big four program out there that's like $150 a month instead of when they can a la carte it now through these streaming services and spend 40 or 50 bucks a month. So between those three things right there, you just save $200 a month that you can start putting into your savings account. So it is the first step. To that three-month reserve is a budget. It's creating, finding out exactly how much you spend every single month. What money is it required? In other words, if you're under a contract with your TV for another year, you're required to spend that. You can't cut it. Through, you know. So you identify all of your expenses, and then once you've identified every single expense, then you first of all you figure out where you're wasting your money. You know, like I said, the first time I did this exercise, I realized I was spending almost a thousand dollars a month and going out to eat you know that's a lot of wasted money it's a lot of wasted money so you identify those things and you cut those wasted funds out then you whittle down on your expenses and then you go and get your three months reserve and it, it, it's discipline it's like anything else in life you've got
1: to be disciplined now, now can you sit down all your kids and, and say hey guys you want need to start pulling your part or i'm going to sell one of you i mean can you get a good uh, number for one of your kids i mean is that an option
0: uh you know the market for children is not what it used to be. So right. um, probably not.
1: I think you're you get more money having them mow, right? <laughs> you I'm know, like that. hey, I might get rid So instead of having someone mow your lawn, get your kid that's playing video games after the mow right? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Have them. Mow, have, have them mow their, your neighbor's yard.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have them mow your neighbor's yard, and then you know, of course, you're the house, so the house always takes
1: ten percent.
0: So if they make ten bucks, <laughs> you take a dollar from them.
1: I don't think that. I think CPS get called
2: nowadays. I don't think the you can do that anymore, right? Child labor laws <laughs> and such. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I'm saying, you know. Whenever I was a kid, I would mow the lawn for dinner. Oh,
1: oh no! I no. This was you the get thing. To eat hey, what? My neighbor gets paid to mow the lawn. Well, I'm putting a root I'm not your neighbor's uh, father, and I got a roof over your head. That's yeah. how I
2: was that was Floyd Manila right there. Did you
1: eat? Did you eat today? Yes, sir, I did. Well, and you do not complain, you get out there and mow that that's, lawn. That's, that's
0: right. Guys. When I started, I started dividing out that uh, grocery bill, and like, okay, so you owe me a hundred dollars this month, Colton. Where are you going to make it up at? At seven dollars an hour, because I only pay minimum wage. Oh, yeah,
2: no, yeah, right. he really would. Like he, no. he was, he would get to the point where I would come in and be like, okay, like, can you pay me now that I'm I'm owed? He was like well you actually owe me so we'll take that ten dollars you think you should earn right? and take it off of your tab
1: let's subtract the gas right uh, <laughs> <laughs> appreciation of, appreciation of the mower as you used it right yeah we're yeah, yeah, we're,
0: we're sit- yeah we're sitting here laughing and like this is a joke but this really happened we're not no. this is not a joke
1: <laughs> and, all I see, and, and i, I was kind of i was trying to get to the point thing is honestly Family members can step up and start making things that you're getting other people to do. Just step up a little bit and work a little bit harder. I know everyone's working hard out there, but like you said, mow your own lawn. That's kind of tough, but you know, separate some of the the task a little bit. If you do have kids, um, you know, cleaning house, for instance. I mean, that that's a drag. But shoot, you know, if everyone cleans their room and does that, that, that just saves you eighty to a hundred dollars in in a uh, maid service. So I mean, it's just if you if you want it, you can get it. You just have to do it. You
0: know, and it's like and when you're younger, you know, there's not a lot of like, you know, even at Colton's age and that, you know, early 20s and stuff like that, you know, you're out on your own, you, you, you get a an apartment with roommates and you split the bills. you know, and, and that's the things. And that's what I did when I first, I had three or four people, you know, living in an apartment because that that's what we could afford to where Ooh. I could have extra money. Oh, I
1: don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that, <laughs> you that know. one. As long as you've got three
0: months reserve, you know, these sort of restrictions don't apply.
1: Oh, so it's not, so yeah, you so make that sacrifice for a year, get three months reserves, and then you can go back to having some of those other uh, uh, creature comforts.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, know, the thing is, is that people are going for the comfort before they have the reserves. They're going for the comfort before they've started their retirement account. No, 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 you get your reserves, you get your retirement account going, and then you have surplus funds that you can spend on whatever you want as you become better at your job more efficient and things like that you get higher pay as you you become a surplus that's what you spend on not not the necessity
2: you that you save that I mean well, you're, you're talking about you're talking about the uh, mowing the lawn earlier you know you pay 120 bucks a week for someone to come mow your lawn, or a month to come mow your lawn and what does that do for you I mean you can save $1, 12 1300 bucks a year Put that towards your, you know, three month f- fund. So it's there's a lot, there's a lot of little things that you don't realize that add up, but they add up very quickly.
1: Well, actually, your dad just said earlier there's an depreciation to the lawnmower and there's gas, so it's not twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, buddy. <laughs> that is every bit of nine hundred. Just saying, and, you know, I'm, not, I'm not doing all the paperwork right now, but <laughs> if, 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 if I'm well, not
2: me, I mean, over there, I see yeah,
0: And let's just let this sink in, guys. I am in my late 40s. I have owned a home since the mid-90s. I have bought one brand-new lawnmower my entire life. I have never bought a brand-new washer or dryer. And I've had one. I've had those since the 90s. Um, never, I mean, never, we had a dryer
2: like seven years ago that you had to prop a chair against for it to work so the door would stay dry. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say,
1: I thought he was gonna say, I cut my lawn with scissors, I don't mind gonna waste it on
2: guys.
0: I've, I've always bought used mowers Uh, the one I bought is because we moved to a place that had like an acre uh, to mow, so I bought a riding lawnmower and it's uh. Uh, I bought a new riding lawnmower, but that's it. Other than that, I've always bought used lawnmowers, uh, used washer, used dryers. You know, because you can get those things for a few hundred dollars, a used washer. You know, whereas they're like a $1,000 at the store. And people people get rid of them all the time. You know, and those right. are just, but those are the
1: things where you save your money. You know, now, I'm going to so, bust myself. I'm going to bust myself. I, I bought a new truck, uh, Troy. I bought a new truck. Got over at Capital Chevy from Alex Flores over there. They did a good job. Uh, the new trucks are even cheaper, really, than 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 used trucks. Right, almost right now because all the factories shut down. So it was a good deal, zero percent interest. How how bad did I do? Tell me, just go ahead and break it to me.
0: Uh, you know, you know my opinion.
1: <laughs> I know I'm in trouble.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, you you
0: are you fully vested in your 401k. Are you? Have you no. got your three months reserved? Do you owe no. any debt? Then you should not have spent money on that vehicle.
2: I'm debt That's free. You know, to a good start, Wyatt.
1: Now, wait, hold on. I know. I, I was gonna. I'm debt free. That I am, except for this new car loan. I don't want to talk about that. But other than that, I don't. I don't I have credit cards. I'm not a big credit card user. I don't have a bunch of other stuff going on. Um, but my other truck was about to like take a big giant nosedive, and I was about to be without a car, without a trade-in. I need something valuable. Are you saying that that I, I should have probably bought a thousand dollar
0: truck? A couple, yeah, you know, whatever you could have paid cash for. It was oh. is the prime. You know, I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan, and unless you have everything set up to where everything's paid for, and you know, college, home, retirement, what, then you can go out, you know, excess, surplus. But until you get to that point, you should live very, very affordably, if that's the word.
1: Yeah, I know. I've been feeling a little guilty about it. I feel like I've let it out. Anyway.
0: Yeah, you know, but again, you know, life is worth living. So everybody has their own reasons. I think it's very important that you take care of your debt just so that you can make those decisions, you know, um, and and just reach out to me at loans from com or give me a call 855-299-HOME. I I can definitely work with you on a budget. I can teach you how to get started. I at least let you know where you're at. Um, you know, so just give me a call, 855-299-HOME. And like I said, we'll see you in just a minute. We'll be back to talk about some sports.
2: Talk 137.
0: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And this is the fun segment. This is where, uh, you know, Colton makes his money on this part of the show is where we start talking about a little bit of sports. And we've got a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, University of Texas is bringing kids back in. Um, They did have a couple already test positive for COVID-19. They had one or two test positive for the antigen. So, uh, you know, the football program was hit by it, and they have rules in place. So they're doing everything that needs to be done for us to have our – loving game of college football in just a few months.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing, though, is all the all these kids are coming back at all universities. And just two players out of however many reported, that's not bad. I think I think Alabama reported 5 uh and reported three or four. So, I mean, two is not bad. They're going to quarantine them. They're going to let them get over it all. They're going to get to the point where they no longer have it. And it'll be normal again you know it's to be expected during all this that you're going to have a couple here and there
0: yeah you know and so it's it's exciting to see that we're going to we're going to do everything we can to make it work so that uh, we can all have this thing that we love you know because you know we look at this from a a view of the fans but you have to think for these kids they some of these kids have aspirations uh, i mean you gotta think the University of Texas has recruited quite well the last three years, and there are some kids there that are first, second-round talent. I mean, Stearns is a possibility. And, you know, we've got this one kid, uh, this new running back coming in, Bijan Robinson, who's, uh, you know, if it, if it was up to me, I, we'd just roll him into the first round right now.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, He's going to see the field for sure. He's going to be – I mean, he's statistically the best running back to ever play in the state of Arizona, you know, and he's – We've talked about him plenty of times before about how good he is. He's putting up video game numbers in the first half, and he wouldn't play second half. It, it was just – his numbers were insane. And, you know, but a lot of people are starting to forget that Keontae Ingram really came on there this past year. I mean, he – and a lot of people don't realize he was injured for the majority of his games, and he still almost had 900 yards rushing on the year. I mean, he averaged hey, hey, hey. six yards a carry. So, he's a very reliable running back, and he looked good in the bowl game. That was the he- I mean, he yeah. hurdled a guy. I mean, he the hurtled a guy like three games,
0: Yeah, the last three games, he finally showed that thing we've been looking for because, you know, as a freshman, he was real light. I mean, he put on 20 pounds between freshman and sophomore year. He was light. He was dinged up. And then during spring uh, or fall camp, he, he got hurt pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And but because we were so depleted at running back, he had, in my opinion, he came back a little bit too early, and yeah. so he just played most of the season in pain. And then when he finally got to feeling better, man, he took off. But yeah, but you know, you know, it's college football, and college football is all about the next guy, and the next mm-hmm. guy
2: is Bijan Robinson. I mean, the most the most popular guy on the football team <laughs> is the backup quarterback. You know, oh, well yeah. the backup guy, the next year is going to be even better. <laughs> It's always that, you know, of what if, because everybody can, you know, talk about the what if with them, you know, it's, they're going to be the next Vince Young. They're going to be the next Colt McCoy. Like let's enjoy Sam Ellinger. Let's enjoy Keontae Ingram while they're here because everyone's always looking in the future. I mean, Keontae had four, 100 plus yard games. I mean, he has a dang good running back. He was the best running back in the state of Texas in his recruiting class. The kid's good. We have a good quarterback room. We have a good running back room. The wide receiver room is looking good. They're young, but they're looking good. We've got a lot of talent on the team.
0: Yeah, the Longhorns have finally – this will be the first year, in my opinion, that the top-to-bottom lineup, uh, lineup, as in all 11 positions, both offense and defense, if the starter goes down, they have a qualified backup that can fill the hole. And this is the first time that that has happened. Um, so that is real <laughs> – really, really, really nice that there's a backup. Because, you know, when Stearns went down, I mean, when Stearns went down his freshman year, the whole season changed. Yep. Um, you know, Keontae Ingram goes down, and, and uh, the next thing you know, we're bringing in a quarterback to be a running back. You know, just things, uh, you know, offensive line, we've been just looking for a sixth lineman for, for a decade. And now all of a sudden we have every lineman has a solid backup. So it, it's, it's a different time for the University of Texas I mean, than it's been in a long
2: time. You kind of saw it in the defensive backfield uh, whenever Stearns went down this last year even, or you had a couple of people in trouble or injured in the, the defensive backfield. Guys like Kenyatta Watson and Chris Brown and Chris Adamora. I mean, that, there's two freshmen that I just mentioned, and they came in and made significant plays. I mean, Chris Adamora knocked down a touchdown pass against Oklahoma State this past year. You know I mean, that, that kind of stuff, and Kenyatta Watson guarded the number one wide receiver on Texas Tech's football team. It's just... They, they came in in key positions, and they did well. So you have that backup, like you're saying, that you can rely on. You're, you're not. It's not the end of the world or the end of the season whenever someone goes down.
0: Yeah, and, and that was a big cry. That's a far cry from where we started because I remember yeah. one of Coach Herman's responses was, hey, I think our 22 can go with most everybody's 22. But what he was saying was, one injury and
1: we're in trouble. And he, yeah. did, he didn't come out and hey, say that. I think you're crying right. It was a good cry. Yeah, no, no, cry. it was a good cry. Last year was a
2: good cry. It was, yeah. just saying, yes, it was, you know, yes, we're on, it uh, was. We kind of talked about injuries a little bit right there, how they had them last year. They just let out the first injury report because all these players are you know coming back. And there's a big time one that's out right now, uh, BJ Foster. You know, he fractured his hand. He got uh, his bumper of his vehicle got damaged and no one left a note. So it was a hit and run type of thing. and. He uh, uh, he got frustrated, punched his car, and fractured his hand. I mean, that's mm. a human being reaction. It really is. Like I've gotten mad before and doing like, dang it, why is this happening to me? You know, there's there's no telling what else he's going through, but he fractures hand. But one that I really want to talk about that's pretty you know upsetting is Darian Brown, that running back out of Georgia. He had the uh, stroke uh, last year and he missed the entire season. Had to have brain surgery he just had another skull surgery and he's very unlikely for this upcoming season as well. So oh, he was, man. he was really making strides to coming back. He was working out with the team and stuff like that. And then he had to have another surgery so, and mm-hmm. he's be out for the season. Same thing with Peter Impagi. I think I'm probably saying that wrong, but he's, <laughs> he's going to be out for the entire year as well. They're assuming, but oh, one positive yeah. thing, a positive thing on that injury front is Jordan Whittington. He's running full speed and making full blown cuts pain free. So he's he's full blown back and he's doing well and he looks good. I've seen pictures of him and he he looks stocky. Good, good. That position, is what position? What position is he? He'll be a slot wide receiver. Okay. He was a he was a running back early in the year last year, just because they needed him to move uh, positions because of the need at running back. And but now he he'll go back to his natural wide receiver position. And he's he's the kid from Cuero that set – all sorts of records in the state championship game whenever you want. I think he had like six touchdowns on his own and four hundred oh, wow. yards rushing. I mean he was insane. Absolutely insane to watch him. So
1: this this is a year that that that, that the coach needs to kind of pull through or he's not going to look too pretty because it sounds like he's stacked. He has no excuses.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he's got a favorable schedule. I feel like I feel like Texas is probably the most experienced team in the Big Twelve. is gonna be down a little this year. You know they have an unexperienced quarterback. They haven't got a transfer quarterback yet, so I don't know if they're looking that direction. Don't get me wrong, Spencer Rattler is very good. He was good in high school, but he just he's hadn't played a single snap of college football. So that's, yeah. that, that's hard back. to find in
0: On the Spencer, so the if you partake in the, uh, the gambling, um, he, from my understanding, is third in the possibility of winning the hyphen.
2: Hadn't touched the college football field, but he is third. Really? Third. Really? Yes. He is a head
0: of Sam, and Sam is fourth, and he is third. And he's, yeah, so now, uh, that's purely based that's Lincoln on the Lincoln Riley? Riley,
2: The offense yes. at Oklahoma and the fact that they've had the last two Heisman. Absolutely. Williams, that's it. Yeah, that's the only uh,
0: reason. Yeah, that's one and two are uh, Lawrence and Fields, which they <laughs> were both there last year, so that's, understandable then spencer then sam i could i'm like wow you know but you have to think if you're if you're an oklahoma fan you know to think that your quarterback that we've never started a game is third because of your coach that's got to give you some some puffed up yes. chest board of things and you know oh, i've yeah. already got a disc concern for the the oklahoma fan and so now you give them all of this
2: ammunition oh boy I mean that kind of thing helps with recruiting as well, you know. You can say our quarterback who's never played a snap in his life in college football is already in the top three in recruiting just based on this coach and the offense. I mean, they've there's a kid named Caleb Williams, he's the top three player in the entire nation and the number one quarterback in the nation for the twenty twenty one class. He's going to Oklahoma. Like he's already full blown but ready to go so to We are
1: so. talking about Oklahoma, but the first game is LSU, right? Redemption? What do you think that game's oh, gonna yeah. be like?
2: Uh, I think that'll be – I honestly think Texas goes in there and puts a pretty good beat down on it. I really do. Uh, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Longhorn fan. I'm saying that mainly because – They lost a lot. We gained like a lot. 70% of their starters are in the pros now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and Joe Burrow is one of those starters, and Grant Delpit is one of those starters. I mean, it's just Caleb on chase on. They, they're, just, they're losing people like crazy. So they've got good talent coming in, don't get me wrong, but they're not Joe Burrow. Right. So, you're – Oh, yeah. So, I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to do an early prediction. What are you thinking score-wise? Come on. 45-17, Longhorn.
2: Dang. I'm a, I'd say, like, 42-28. to 28. No jokes. Y'all are, I mean, y'all are – well, right. I, I predict Texas' score being so high because it, LSU lost so many defensive players, but also because the new offensive coordinator at Texas is known for scoring at a high <laughs> – high
0: rate I'm absolutely yeah absolutely guys one thing we can't wait is till the the longhorns travel to home rouge for that game well everyone we hope you've enjoyed listening to the home team with troy Wyatt and colton if you have any questions reach out to me at loans from troy.com give us a call at 855-299-HOME and we will see you next week